0: Welcome back, guys. My name is Dimitri Sebastian. And I'm Wes Kendall. And we are back in session where your fitness and lifestyle questions are answered and bro science is put to the test.
1: Hey, guys. Welcome back. This week, we're going over some serious training. We're talking about leg day, all right? So get your mindset ready and get focused for this week where we go over some of the tips and uh, areas of success. So check it out. Yeah. Uh-huh. Look look at the way that I glisten.
0: I saw me tripping put it in if you gave me permission. Gave us some bath shot. She walked out the clinic. Now she going to be so for a little minute. I'm right. so a little minute. I'm hey. Welcome back everybody. We are here for another difficult. episode. Uh, I just wanted to let everyone know that in my quest to not be a fat turd, we have found some success. And I have already lost five pounds in one week. Is that real fat? Probably not, but still pretty damn good, I'd say. And uh, what I actually wanted to say, because I'm going to keep this relatively brief, is if you are coming out of the coronavirus stuff and you haven't gotten to work out, gyms were closed long time, Mm made the excuse too. There's some of you out there who are thinking to yourselves, well, Dimitri, why don't you want to run? My response to you is, (laughs) how dare you leave me alone. (laughs) <laughs> i'm doing I my best <laughs> <laughs> but really uh the, you know you're right but that's that's how it went down and a lot of us can make that you know statement it's like hey look you know it just happened how it happened um if you haven't st- you know gotten back in the gym if you i, I actually would say this right now you're pro- you're listening to this uh, over the mic so you can't look me in the eyes mm-hmm. go walk to your bathroom or a mirror look yourself in the eyes take off your shirt and ask yourself if you're okay what you see if you haven't got back to the gym since gyms have reopened maybe it's that time what about for safety reasons Go to the bathroom, <laughs> look in the mirror, take your shirt off. If you don't like what you see, hit up Wes. He'll give home you workouts. a home workout. <laughs> I like that solution. That's a there good solution go. to this problem. Every oh, Both of those. Hit up Wes. If you look like a, a bag of freaking mayonnaise, or if you like me, you look like a bag of pudding
1: for my colored people. <laughs> but uh, Well, you look like a uh, very right and happy today with this uh colorful shirt you're wearing so oh dude like i'm it.
0: on a whole vibe i'm in a
1: wavelength right now
0: like i'm yes. sorry i start, like, already lost my water retention in my face so i'd wear like, i actually personally tie-dyed this if you'd like you tie-dye shirt Ooh. we can tie it looks shirts. professionally done oh i'm so
1: i'll, I'll tell you that
0: y- thank you <laughs> <laughs> i was uh, i was very happy with this one but yeah so it's a uh, i just wanted to update you guys that it is possible and you will lose weight faster than you think you will and i'm going to keep updating you guys so that if this inspires you at all to get off your ass and go do something, um, a big part of it is not just working out because I've been doing like 200 uh, calories on like the stair mill, like every, eh, like four or five days out of the week. And I've been mm-hmm. going to the gym about five days out of the week. And then I've also been doing about 1,700 uh, calories. So it's, it's a pretty hard cut. Like I'm not saying mm-hmm. this is like something that everyone should do necessarily. However, if you are not tracking and being smart with your food or going to the gym or doing both, you're not going to see any changes. I'm here with you. We're suffering together. I went to the grocery store. I saw lots of sweets and stuff and wanted them. Did you know that they have strawberry? The fall m- treats are out. I, it wasn't even the fall treats. It was, I told you this earlier. It was the strawberry milkshake uh, Pop-Tarts.
1: Oh, I don't even know what those are. I don't know
0: either, but I wanted them. Just to try it. <laughs> that was yeah. the thing that almost got me. So um, other than that, like, how, how are you? Are you still faring well? Are you still like,
1: uh, how's, how's the weight looking? Um, I am going for three. I decided you know, to extend my cut because we have a pool party, a work pool trip <laughs> party thing uh, at the beginning of next month. And knowing everyone else is on their shit, I have to also do the same. What a fucking great way to inspire yourself, though. Yeah. I
0: mean, it's working, so. Hey, that's if that's what it takes, just like a general uh, peer-to-peer competition or peer mm-hmm. embarrassment.
1: It is. I mean, I feel like it's part of the, what they say, like, You're influenced by your circle, Mm -hmm. you know, since, like, I know that's where I have to be. It's, like, a mental reminder, like, well, got to at least keep it together for three more weeks, you know. Exactly.
0: (laughs) Yeah. We live in Arizona. We have to be skinnier because we can't cover ourselves up as well.
1: Our pool season is just now starting, guys. Yeah, we have, like... Death season, which we're coming
0: out of, pool season, and then it's comfortable weather season. We don't have yeah. personality weather. <laughs> like at no point are you going to get to wear those double layers of sweaters that hide your rolls.
1: Maybe, maybe like a, a couple days here and there. Yeah, when it dips down. Besides like that, nothing 60. consistent. It's like, oh yeah, right. it's sixty degrees. Now I get to wear a jacket. Right. My excuse to wear my win- winter clothes is when I go up to Flagstaff.
0: Yeah, there you go. Um, we did have a couple things from the internet and from real life changing. Uh, we don't want to dwell on this next one because we're not a political podcast, but I did find this great mm-hmm. that, uh, and, and I had a couple facts that I thought you were going to love is that, uh, so Rogan was on with, uh, I think it was Tim Kennedy mm-hmm. and they were like just talking shit saying, Hey, you should have Trump and Biden on and have them do like a four hour long debate. And yeah. then just hang out here and then do like this. So, cause like, I, I don't care what anyone says debates, how they do them now suck. Like it's just yeah. sound bites and they don't really answer the question and no one ever holds their time and you can't really have a real discussion in short rights. Um, Trump accepted, apparently. Right. Which, <laughs> which is I violent. didn't expect, frankly. I think he was the most likely to accept. Yeah. But I think he's also just doing a power move. Of course, he knows Joe, uh, that Joe will not, so he didn't. I it. don't think they will. I, that's why I don't think it's going to happen. But yeah. also, no one was talking about this. No one really cared. Of course, there was like a... The people who were Joe bros were like, yeah. But <laughs> everyone else in the real world was like... I don't know what this means or who this is. Mm -hmm. Well, Trump agrees to it, which then makes it relevant to the mainstream media, which makes it relevant to everyone else in the world who is not subscribed to Joe Rogan. Right. So everyone else who's a normal human being, unlike us. The the people got really mad. (laughs) Because the platform issue came up, like, you know, Rogan had on uh, Alex Jones and right. Shapiro and all of that stuff. And you shouldn't platform people. And I can go on all day about, you know, you can have whoever you want on your podcast. It's not right. run by anyone. It's yours. You can do what you want. Right. But uh, so Biden has yet to speak up for this mm-hmm. because I think most of us can accept that, you know, he's uh less likely to accept the debate but if he does i'd love that i want that to happen it'd be very entertaining oh i'd love that. i think it'd be super informative i think we'd see some actual real shit and then yeah but it's it's such a 2020 thing oh of course it's like the most 2020 thing that's what i've been saying yeah it's like joe rogan it's
1: perfect for 2020 the
0: ufc commentator and a <laughs> conspiracy bro with a podcast yeah being the moderator for only if they let uh what what's that one
1: guy joey diaz
0: joey on. Diaz. <laughs> i saw that i saw that someone's like joey diaz should be off in the corner he doesn't have a mic. Just Screaming from the side, (laughs) like, you're a fucking liar, you're a meatball. (laughs) Uh, That'd be hilarious, yeah, dude. The whole thing, and then they have like Jamie fact checking.
1: (laughs) Do you think, uh, well, did they talk about him coming on by himself at all?
0: I research, I don't know if he'll come on by himself. I actually don't even think Trump actually wants to go. I think he just knows that if the Biden camp calls his bluff, yeah, they'll both have to go. So he got on top of it and was like, hey, like, boom, I'm oh, yeah, I'll do it with the with really hoping
1: that the other guy doesn't i think that's actually probably what it is imagine being like the first podcaster to or podcast host to have a u.s president on that would be wild yeah like it was like
0: wild when like obama after his presidency went on like uh anthony bourdain was like whoa a president on a show and he like it wasn't even like he was still president at that point
1: yeah a former president yeah yeah
0: so it's 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 a cool concept i think it's like shows where technology is going where like people's trust is going mm-hmm. um like what that means because people have less and less trust in, like you know fox news and cnn and msnbc like it, people have their sides but mm-hmm. i think we all agree that like like yeah these these news networks have like uh an agenda right whereas but they act like they don't whereas like if joe rogan has an agenda it's like just watch enough of his stuff and you'll have an idea of what his agenda would be if he had one mm-hmm. it's like it's at least it's one person instead of a conglomerate of hidden billionaires right true so i see where some people get mad because like oh man some people are really trashing the joe bros now but uh at, at the end of the day it's like i hope it happens and i think it's an interesting turn of events and uh just know that this topic knocked out carol baskin's being on dancing with the stars so i think it's, it's <laughs> more important <laughs> um, yeah, she didn't do good anyways Okay, I didn't even know that she
1: the show already started, but I'm glad to hear that she didn't do well. Yeah,
0: um, you had something to say
1: about football. Okay, so I thought I was getting uh, a haircut from a different barber than I normally go to. That already sucks. And <laughs> he was telling me, he's like, "Hey, you ready for football to start this weekend?" And I was like, "Oh yeah, football is starting back up. Um, this is happening." You know, I kind of forgot about sports pretty much mm-hmm. for 2020. And he was telling me, and it isn't exactly all about football, but. He was, The way that he explained, you know, why it's important, because he was basically shaming me for my lack of football notice. Oh, God. So, uh, this can kind of transition into my loss. So, I feel like, and this is why I think it's a loss, because okay. he basically said, it's like, look, football and hip-hop are the new American pastimes, and music. It's not rock and roll, and it's not baseball anymore. Oh, it's just like, wow. anyone who believes that is wrong, and they're outdated, and you're holding on to a dead idea. So... It's like you have to embrace it. That's now the way the America that we live in. And if you want to be culturally fluent and culturally relevant, Mm -hmm. you have to do two things as a man. One, you have to know how to navigate, you know, sports talk and football talk. Yeah. At least enough where you can be socially, you know, able to communicate and not be a fool.
0: Yeah, it's like, oh, Brady and the Bucks, right? It's like, you don't know anything about Brady or the Bucks, but you knew that that was an important trade where it should get you through
1: the conversation. Exactly. You have to have, like, a minimum standard in order to be considered normal or, like, you know, fluent. And then there's also, he said, on, like, the higher end of the spectrum it applies to knowing golf. And he said it applies to Arizona <sighs> more than anywhere else, because this is the cheapest and easiest place to golf and learn golf mm-hmm. in the entire world. Yep. And we're sitting on it right now, uh, everywhere around us in Phoenix, Arizona. Um, and it's like, that's where a lot of business goes down here more than anywhere else. Yep. You are correct about that.
0: And I, as a non golfer,
1: yeah, that has actually affected me
0: in the past. Like they've been like, Hey, you want to come with me? And I'm like, i mean i can I yeah. and it was just like I, i'll get drunk on grass but right they they have like a respect thing, It's so they respect you more
1: exactly i i think it's like uh a, a rite of passage to be able to make it to those conversations and i feel like in order if that's the direction you want to go you know be involved with like higher more access to clients and deals and you know access and status and stuff like that mm-hmm. that that is a necessity especially here where we live should we become golf guys um, I think that I want to, well, look, we're surrounded by a golf course right now. This apartment that I'm living in is surrounded by a golf course and I'm not using it at all. Let's get, go, let's be golf guys. So I, I need to learn How much longer do you live here for? Until May. Yeah. Once it gets cool, down, let's be golf guys. <laughs> like we could do it even now. I'm like, I've saying.
0: done a little bit of golfing. I mean, my yeah. problem is like, I can't drive or anything. I don't know how much like class, I guess a buddy of mine is like really good at golf and he's just, like, Hey, look, just go get some lessons. They're not that expensive. It's like. Yeah, but it's not something I want to do. So it's not something I want to spend money on. But I, I, I want to roll back real quick because I loved what I use. Your barber said this. I think the uh, it used to be baseball and rock and roll, mm-hmm. and now it's football and hip hop. Yep. What a fucking self aware, just like taking note of culture kind of statement. Because that's just like I never thought about that. That's just never yeah. something that even crossed my mind. That's yeah. That's so true. It's like the, if some guy likes baseball there's another old guy that likes it but if we're talking about like our age range and up mm-hmm. like it's like yeah i mean like okay yeah the, the mets fucking suck and everyone hates the yankees yeah. that's like kind of what i know but football like even as someone who like only watches highlights and have like a couple yeah. like a podcast to listen to like i'm pretty up to date on football um basketball is just too much for me i can't do that many <laughs> sports at once but the uh yeah it's even uh,
1: the old guy knows football though exactly he knows
0: baseball too Exactly.
1: But the younger generation doesn't know both. Well, baseball's fucking boring.
0: <laughs> yeah. If you ask me, I'm sure there's someone out there who's going to be like, if you don't like baseball, you just don't get it. You're a moron. And you're like, yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. Okay. That's a, I actually do like that a lot. And I want to, and I think we should become golf guys. Mm-hmm. I'm going to just, I'm, I'm not going to improve myself as a football guy. <laughs> I, I just refuse. But I think being golf guys is a good thing.
1: Yeah. Well, see, there's a minimum standard threshold for the football knowledge, you know, mm-hmm. and then I think golf, that's a little bit, more of a learning curve well right have you
0: ever been to the waste Management open yes oh god i love the waste Management open mm-hmm. my problem is that i don't like golf for the sport i just like that drinking outside mm-hmm. like i like being in a golf cart and walking around with it. like i play best ball every single time because it's just like hey um so i suck so we'll just go best ball right because I can, my mid my mid range short game isn't bad, but I can't drive at all. Yeah. So usually I just get trashed on a golf cart and have a fun time. <laughs> the uh, and then you have other guys who care, and I'm just like, okay, cool. Like I'm great. Th- uh, it's great that you like this. Yeah. I'm just <laughs> out here having fun. It's my day that, off. <laughs> that's that is, Okay. Back in session, boys are going to be golf guys. We'll see you guys in the
1: winter. Yeah. See <laughs> you on the course or whatever they say.
0: All right. I did. You didn't mention your loss yet, so I'm going to um, roll us into I'll, wins and losses real quick. There's somebody out there who's always like, why does Dimitri have to do the sound bite before we talk? And I'm just <laughs> like, um, because it's my big red shiny button and I want to press it. <laughs> He's got the button. We're going to use it. Exactly. I paid for all the buttons. <laughs> I'm going to use all the buttons. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: okay. You want to just go and roll into your, uh, your
0: loss since it's relevant to that?
1: Well, uh, that was kind of my loss was I was shamed on my lack of football sports. Well, knowledge. okay. Actually, I'm glad let- which, and I take the shaming. I, I took, the, I usually would be like, whatever, you know, I don't care about that shit. But you know, I was like, you know what? He's right. How, he had a point. <laughs> how dare you? How dare you accept that? Because I hate when people... Because
0: it's like, even if they're right... Yeah. I, I just don't like when dudes shame other. It's a My biggest one is the, uh, the guns and camping guys. Yeah. You're not a real dude unless you can clear a jammed rifle and start a fire without a lighter. It's like, dude, just go fucking
1: out of the forest. <laughs> I think that's still a less practical... Necessity than the football knowledge that the survival stuff at least right now just because they're checking back in a correct, couple <laughs> months and I agree with you yeah. to a degree. I still don't think it's cool. I'm like
0: let let dudes be dudes yeah. in their own doodly way, but unless it's
1: holding you back from something.
0: Ooh, yeah, right. Ooh, which is not knowing football, not being golf dudes. for Maybe it back. could
1: be. That's what I'm saying. I I'm holding myself back. Is what I'm saying. That's my loss. <clears throat> Boom.
0: That is that is a uh, very high level loss that Mm -hmm. we have had. Um, So my shit. I didn't. I didn't come up with a loss. I think about my loss is that I've lost five pounds,
1: (laughs) (laughs) which is actually a win. (laughs) That's actually my win. No,
0: I think my loss is just. uh, I I think that I, I think that my loss is that it took me. A while to get my brain reconnoitered, and I'm a little bit disappointed in myself mm-hmm. that I didn't realize. Because I started this off saying, "like look in the mirror and ask yourself." And uh, I I recently had a, a phone call with a buddy where we kind of like had a, a moment. where We were both just like, "Yeah, dude, we don't really express our emotions that much, mm-hmm. and like we're very boxed off and we're very like logical about things." And uh, I've I had a good time period where I kind of got out of that, and I was like very good about sharing my shit. Right. Um. But very recently, I just realized, and you know, for a long time, I was like, "Hey, you're doing some of those toxic." masculinity not sharing your stuff being a weirdo kind of things Mm -hmm. and i kind of realized it this week and i've been trying to like you know charge up get better and uh my loss is that i even allowed that to happen in the first place but with that being said i think we all have to allow ourselves a little bit of flexibility to make those uh as long as you fix it so that's uh, that is that is my uh soft l that i was not prepared for at all is that i'm now doing the right thing that i should have been doing before
1: you know why they call it perspective Hmm. Because when you climb on top of the mountain, you can look back and see everything below. Exactly,
0: exactly. Yeah, it's you know. it's funny, man. You look back and you're like, oh, I should have done that, 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 that. Like that was super unnecessary. All of that, and you're like, oh, well, you, know, you gotta walk forward. Yeah, you gotta get on top of the mountain in order to see it. So yeah, thank like, you. Keep you moving. did it. Well, we'll roll that into my win. Is that the uh, health train is back? Yes. I'm feeling great. I you're making progress. Making progress. Mood is up. Mm-hmm. I'm spreading the word every single time I talk to somebody, and they seem like they're not in a good mood. I ask them, it's like, hey, have you been back to the gyms yet? Like, have you? And I'm like, well, I mean, sort of like, hey, hey, get back on your shit, because yeah. this is, I'm telling you, take your vitamin D, mm-hmm. go to the gym, and everything is going to get a percentage better. Go back to your yoga class. Exactly. Or do online yoga. Do whatever you yeah. feel like you gotta do, because I'm telling you right now, this, uh, I, I, we talked about this, like, weeks ago, mm-hmm. that people not working out is gonna be a net, like, negative, and that ended up being entirely true Mm -hmm. and i think that people are out of that was one of the big things for me is like i told you about that game My mojo back mojo's back guys yeah we established it now
1: two weeks in a row mojo mojo
0: is back yes
1: yeah but moral of the story is just fucking i'm I'm with it now i like your hype bro and i i feel like we should all write it out Uh, yes (laughs) (laughs) all right what's your win my win uh, is that well I'll go with this one. My win is I finally made it to Independence Gym after eighteen long months. It's so
0: even, even though she's not the best all the time. Yeah, she's still not, home. At her, <laughs>
1: not at her best, but I'll take it. It's now my turn. <laughs> <laughs> May have been ransacked by by twenty twenty, but. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. I mean, your win
0: right there is that you even had multiple wins to pick from. That's there you go. You're like, I'll pick this one. It's like, damn,
1: that's a win in itself. Well, I was going to say the Jeff leg day, but I don't know. I haven't recovered from that yet. So it's still like, I mean, a, a banging yeah. leg day is always a win, which is kind of why we're talking about this stuff. But that, yeah, that was kind of, that was a mental win. Yeah. 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 It's a, uh, it's been
0: good, man. It's a, it's a, it's a turning of the dot. I feel like I know that things aren't going to suddenly get better in 2021 and all that stuff. Right. Like I'm not going to sit here and feed you bullshit. Mm-hmm. But shit is definitely in a cautious, smart way, getting better. And Mm -hmm. I think that, you
1: know, us as a group are going to be good. I think everyone's going to be okay. I agree. I agree. I think that as long as you stay focused and stay positive, that eventually you'll come out the other side with, you know, something to talk about. Absolutely. Uh, Something good. Absolutely. And
0: uh, you, we have a slightly new segment going on here. Um, We haven't really had a name for it yet. But mm-hmm. this is something that we want to start kind of projecting into the world. Yeah, Wes is going to start doing a proper proposing a weekly challenge. Is that correct? Yes. What's your so? Do you want to talk about what that's going to look like moving forward? You just want to dish it out there right away. What's it
1: looking like? Yep. So what I want to do is like, you know, you and me or any guests that we bring on like challenge each other and we can hold each other accountable the next week. Not necessarily like every week. After, you know, we, once we say like, hey, this is my weekly challenge. I'm going to do this, hold you to it the rest of the year. But I'm we'll at least like check up on each other next week. Okay. You know, on this one. Yeah. So something obviously that would be like small enough or, you know, doable where it's like you can fit it in the week, obviously, and something that's not going to like be like, oh, I want you to start a master's program. Right. <laughs> like, right. You know, something like that. So um, what I was thinking right off the bat was, um, you know, what I want to do and what I'm going to challenge, uh, I guess, you guys and us to do is mm-hmm. um, when we're in the gym on our first big lift of the day, see if you leave any reps in the tank. Mental note. Okay. I Not like that on one. all of them, but your first compound.
0: You know what I mean? I actually like that one a lot because that's, that's just a mindfulness one, not too yep. hard. It's Just literally just ask yourself, like, did you do all you could do?
1: Yep. And then it'll be like... I mean, it's something I've been messing around with. I've been trying to, like, perfect that last set Mm -hmm. on that compound. So I feel like it'll just continue to, you know, be another layer of accountability on that. But uh, I think that's a good mental exercise, even if you do leave some reps in the tank to know where you're at.
0: And if you do it consciously Mm -hmm. now... And then you continue yeah. doing that. Then it'll just become natural. Like, just asking yourself, like, did I do everything? Like, this yeah. is my lift of the day. Yeah. Everything else is just accessory and supporting to that. Like, did I actually do this?
1: Yeah. And it's like, if you answer it yes or no truthfully, it doesn't matter. As long as you're honest, it's still a win because you know where you're at. Exactly. Yeah.
0: And there's no need to tell anyone else. Even like, the only only person you're going to be lying to is yourself. So what's yeah. the point? Like, you don't have to announce to your gym, but it's like, hey. I did not do that as well as I could have. Although it's maybe like, that's not like a bad maybe I idea. I could have gotten
1: one or two more or something like that, you know,
0: something like just, that. Just hold yourself accountable. Best yeah. thing you can do. Mm-hmm. So that is our very first weekly challenge. Um, I wrote it s- in here. So we remember. Yes, please do. Yes. We'll check in on it. I, everybody do that for us. Let us know if it helps. Actually, if you even have your thought of a, a weekly challenge yourself, yeah. even, let us know. They you want to challenge think, us. Yeah, yeah, exactly. If you think that there's something that would be a benefit of everyone else or even us, then yeah, let's freaking do it. Yeah. It can be any kind of level of stuff. Um, like you said, just uh, don't force us to get a master's degree. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's go ahead and uh, roll into our topic for today. We are talking about everyone's... Uh, it's one of the most loved, one of the most hated days of the week. Loved and feared. Yeah. Like a day. The big one. We've talked about it before a little bit. I think that it was a little bit uh, high-level beginner stuff, so we're going to get a little bit more granular, I think, today mm-hmm. so that we can talk about some stuff that... Uh, Maybe
1: day 2.0. Yes. Actually, you,
0: you, congratulations. You just named the the, the episode this yes. week. <laughs> 2.0 <0 laughs> legs.
1: Yes. Uh, so this is one of our most favorite and worst, least uh, favorite exercises to train. It's hard, for man. For a <laughs> lot of people. Um, I think that it uh, should be approached, you know, more tactically than some of the other muscle groups unless, mm-hmm. you know, you are training for a certain sport or competition, um, because it involves, it's a little bit riskier in certain things and because it involves more weight and your body takes longer to recover from the workouts than other ones too.
0: Exactly. Cause you can walk into the gym and just sling some biceps or like do some pull downs. Yeah. Um, you probably shouldn't just whip some fucking bench cause you're going to pop a bicep or something. But, uh, you know, these things, most of them you can roll in there without stretching, mm-hmm. especially for the people who are younger, who like stretching, like what, um, I think that squatting, especially and other heavy leg mm-hmm. movements, like these, are the ones that are going to be like your career enders.
1: Your uh, yeah, if you mess that up, exactly. you could. The consequences are steeper than if you mess up on a lap pull down. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
0: So, let's start with that then. Mm-hmm. Avoiding that injury and avoiding overworking. And by overworking, I mean everyone's had that, especially when they either came back from the gym after a long, uh, a long time off, or when mm-hmm. they're new. You go to the gym. And you're all squirrely, and you overdo it, and then suddenly you've
1: ruined your week of working out. Yeah, you're sore until next, like next Thursday, and it's eight days of can't move your legs. That's overreaching to the point where you don't recover in time to make more progress. So it's like you're basically missing a leg day and skipping leg day because you mm-hmm. couldn't recover in time, which is you know too far of an overreach. And a lot of people do that their first leg day after a long time. You're looking at one. (laughs) I mean, it wasn't quite a whole week until I couldn't do it because I've been really good about
0: using the stair stepper every day, Mm -hmm. which we'll talk about that in a second. I have a whole thought process on cardio and uh, like they, but so when, as a boomer. Yes. What is, what are the things that you do right as you walk to the gym and say, these are the things I need to do. And this will prevent me from freaking like popping a knee out or losing my hip or something.
1: So one thing, and I've done this over, you know, squatting for the last eight years is I've worked on my ankle and hip mobility Mm -hmm. enough where I just need to maintain it, basically. I don't need to get any more flexible in my my hips or my ankles than I already am unless I'm trying to compete for some squatting competition. And I do two things. One, I make sure that my hips and my uh, ankles are loose enough if I've been sore from a previous workout or if I have been driving for a long time. One thing a lot of people experience is if they drive a long distance to get to the gym or they've been sitting down for a long time, when you first start working out, your back is tight because your hips are stuck in that seated position for hours. Yeah, You have to spend extra time to loosen that up before you squat or before you deadlift or else you're risking injury. So, yeah, be self-aware. Know that if you just got done sitting down for the last four hours or something like that, you got to stretch out more of your hips. Uh, The next thing, if you have any injuries, I would say like for people who have knee issues, do a lot of like body weight lunges and lightweight leg extension sets, like three or four sets of high volume, 15, 20 reps. That's going to loosen up and warm up the joints enough where you don't have as much of the shearing force of your knee joint. For sure. It's
0: a lot of that is like blood flow and stuff.
1: Blood flow, circulation, heat. Yeah.
0: Because you're, you're basically greasing the wheel. It's like, Mm -hmm. which you, if you saw like a like a, a machine that got left out in the rain and you mm-hmm. if you walked out there like you're not just gonna whip it real quick and just like right. hope for the best like that's like you're probably gonna break it right so what you want to do is like kind of nice and slow you know if there's wd-40 on that which is your blood flow and you're loosening up all those uh those fluids mm-hmm. in your
1: joints as you get older and more injured that becomes more important mm-hmm.
0: yeah especially with like if you have like a, an injury on like a tendon or something right like, hey man like do that thing a favor it's it's never gonna be as strong as it was again but it will still work for you but you have mm. to give it a little bit of time
1: i'd say 10 minutes is a good marker for enough time to warm up
0: 10 minutes feels like an eon to some people and i yeah. think that they like, set a timer even or like yeah. maybe uh a lot of people will do like
1: uh five a, minutes on the stairs and then exactly yeah.
0: five minutes on the stairs then or even up. like they'll have like a preset thing they're gonna do like don't just show up and be like okay i'm gonna do this 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 this, not make it up Come with a pre prepared list of your warm ups, and that'll oftentimes do you a lot of favors. Mm-hmm. Um, with the, talking about the stair and stuff, I, I've gotten really big into doing the stairs like every single day I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't do it every single day because it starts to get a little bit too much. right? But I found that the more walking, cardio, running, those day to day normal motions, will help with your leg day because you have all these like supporting little muscles and tendons up that are now strengthened for that so if you're someone who doesn't do any cardio you sit at your job all day Mm -hmm. you don't you basically just walk from your office to your car from your car to home um you have deficiencies that you may or may not know about and also it's going to help with like uh endurance
1: yeah work capacity capacity yeah
0: so it's uh if you make sure that you implement that and bring it into it like because there's like I'm sure everyone has seen that dude who's like a complete massive meathead, and he's just sitting there strolling on the on the treadmill at like a couple miles per hour, not really going that fast. Right. And you're asking yourself, like, why is he even doing that? It's like because he's just keeping that
1: skill set fresh. Right. He's just like keeping his heart rate at like 135. You Know, mm-hmm. burning a little bit of calories, you know, it's just what it is. We're made to walk, yeah, we're made to walk, and it's and even
0: people who are like in our listeners who have like a military capacity, mm-hmm. squatting and all of that stuff will help your run. Your run will help your squatting,
1: you know. This is why because it increases your lactic threshold, mm-hmm. which is your ability to mentally and physically tolerate the waste buildup in your muscles when you're exercising anaerobically. So, basically. When you work out, say like everyone's done it before, you know, they've done like a bunch of deadlifts and then, you know, something fast after, or they did the sled, the workout sled or something and, you know, they get nauseous and throw up after. Yeah. That's your, <laughs> yes. I'm, I swear, if you haven't done that, then you haven't done a real leg day. So yeah, like, those
0: cold sweats, like, run to the bathroom, like, sit in the toilet, like, Ugh. yeah, Yeah,
1: and it, or, like, it just gets so bad, where you don't throw up, but you feel so nauseous that it's like, I'm going to make myself throw up, or else I won't feel better. You know, I, one uh, of those two scenarios i'm a
0: shitter i'm not a thrower a, if i get that if i get to that cold sweat point like i have to run to a bathroom because like i am going to have to take a okay shit so in the next 10 seconds or it's a shit so uh, that's the <laughs> one option end c. or
1: the other option c <laughs> <laughs> yeah so if you get to one of those points that means you've hit the the threshold of your your lactic threshold basically you've hit your point of recovery and your body is like maxed at that point You know, you can recover, give it like 15 minutes, you can get back in the workout and finish, but that threshold then gets pushed up higher Mm -hmm. every time you do that. So it's farther and farther down the road and more and more intensity before you reach that point. For sure. So doing like an intense leg day with lighter rest periods and higher volume increases that lactic threshold, not only on lifters, but on endurance athletes too.
0: Mm And. I know we all know somebody who's like a long-distance runner right. who just, they don't ever go to the gym because they're like, oh, no, I'm a runner. It's like, what if I told you <laughs>
1: that this would benefit you? My you friend know- today that I train, mm-hmm. he's a training for the Ironman. I was telling you about him. Yep. He said his mile splits for his marathon decreased like 20% just from adding le- one leg day a week. It's crazy. One leg day. It's crazy. Yeah.
0: It's, it, it is, it uh, is le- leg day is... It's funny because we always talk about like the bro science shit, where it's just like everyone's skipping leg day. Right. It's like, well, this is like the one thing that like you know your core and your legs are like if you worked out nothing else, like that should be what you're doing Mm -hmm. because that's what's going to make you a stronger, better person. True. In everything. Yeah, it's like literally your base. Exactly. This it's what (laughs) you stand on. (laughs) Um. Well, we've so we've warmed up. We're we're ready to actually do our freaking workout. When we're looking at like exercise selection. Mm -hmm. obviously you have people like me who are just like when we talk about leg day it's always just comes down to squats yeah which is like not true it's like not how it should be looked at that's what i wish it was like you know (laughs) right Right. (laughs) get get your squats done. you're done you're good it's like wait what's a hamstring (laughs) what's calves yeah lunges yeah the, the when you're as you as a trainer someone who is uh smart and actually knows what you're supposed to be doing like how do you
1: pick these things as an indiv- for an individual like what does that look like well number 1 would be uh specificity of training which is like if you're having an athlete for example the guy I trained this morning he's training you know for an endurance running event so i do more of like the um like not deadlifts or squats but more of like the lunging mm-hmm. or more of like the hamstring isolating or you know individual like Plane of the body, yeah. Step ups, that type of work. So that immediately, like, is your number one decider. Say, but say if your goals are more like aesthetic, or you know, I'm just trying to, uh, you know, be well balanced in legs. You know, not Mm -hmm. like they don't care about like I just need to be faster at running, or you know, I just need to make my squat better. Uh, Then what I recommend is rotating. So you're hitting a little bit of everything. Uh, So how we do that five star is we'll offer three we have one day where we do squats one day where we do deadlifts and one day where we do hip thrusts which are you know the three major compounds and of course we'll mix like sleds or you know some of the other ones in there but the important thing is that we're keep including the compound which is like your big exercise of the day Mm -hmm. so for legs that's easy is squats deadlifts leg press or hip thrusts that's pretty much it can you think of any more i mean no
0: yeah <laughs> it's like those are kind of the big ones the only thing i could even think of is just like adding in those those little weird ones it's uh for the people who are like mm-hmm. the aesthetic stuff it's like you know like your your pistol squats your your single leg shit or it's, it's yeah
1: like all that accessory stuff is like done usually more as an afterthought mm-hmm. you know or if you're like doing fatigue or Exhaustion training, then you do it before you do your compounds. But that's a different thing. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, but basically, it's like you have your big exercise that requires the most effort and the most muscle fibers and groups that you prioritize um, as your workout emphasis. And if you're choosing one of those four that I just mentioned, oh, hack squat, boom. There's the last one, hack squat. Hack squat. That's where. And that's it was. my favorite out of right now. Well, let's actually talk about that
0: for real yeah. quick because uh, we we mentioned the hack squat at a different point in time, and I yeah. was talking about there's a couple of types of things that I just like fucking hate it. Yeah. Um, it in the hack squat really comes to me in my mind like, cause I always say like, oh, I hate lunges, uh, step ups I can deal with, but I really prefer yeah. not to. But for some reason, the hack squat is something that looks so sensible. Mm-hmm. And it looks like, yeah, why wouldn't it's I like be able to do press, that? It's like the leg press, but backwards. You yeah, know? It's, it's, it's easy. It should be easier. It's yeah. below me now. But for some reason, mm-hmm. that just like that slight angle they put you at mm-hmm. just makes it absolute hell. Can you have an explanation for me as to why it has got Is it because of a lack of training in that area, or is it because of like a, pers- a specific way it works? It's kind
1: of like a pendulum squat, which is where you're like facing up your facing up and leaning backwards it's like a special machine but basically you're at an angle where not only are you fighting the weight but you're also fighting gravity Mm -hmm. so and the difference is on a barbell squat you take more of the load with the rest of your body like your abs and your glutes and your back and stuff like that all these other muscles come into play but when you do the hack squat unless you do bad form it's all legs like you just feel it right in your legs more mm-hmm. than more way more than in a squat, one of the biggest complaints with a squat is, man, squats are hard and they're tough and they're heavy, but I gas out with my uh heart rate before my legs get tired. That doesn't happen in a hack squat interesting. your legs get tired first, interesting,
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's my thing with squats, like and this is probably like because I just have shitty form like it's like my uh my core gets tired usually right. when I'm squatting, and that's like where, when you like belt up and stuff. Mm-hmm exactly but the hack squat i think that's right because you're basically it's forcing you to face your problems <laughs> yes. it's like hey no like there's nothing else here it's just your legs yes and then you get through like one thing like oh wow that kind of hurt yeah like my fucking thighs like what the hell is this because you didn't realize like on a regular squat where it's on your back it's like you're activating like this whole chain
1: yeah which is why it's such a good exercise but the, the re- they took that out and made it more of a leg focused version on the hack squat and you're at a negative angle yeah,
0: and so if you're trying to be aesthetic in a leg way, like if you're trying to get like that little split and everything in your thigh mm-hmm. or get separation, some quads,
1: some bulging quads, like
0: the hack squats probably where you might want to like live a little bit.
1: Yeah, one last uh, you know note on it, uh, well two two notes. One, a lot of people that put their toes at the top like wide stance mm-hmm. is wrong because while that may isolate your quads more. It's, I'm, I promise you, if you want to get maximum activation of leg muscles, do a close, narrow stance. Knees out, toes out. That's the way to do it. You know, it. that
0: that actually needs to be said. Because now that I'm thinking about it, I'm trying to think. I was like, is that an issue? Like, I don't think I've ever really except for like people who you know are very talented and like mm-hmm. know what they're doing. Yeah, yeah, most people go really... I think it's because it's more comfortable. And you hit wide. quads. Yeah. You can feel it right in your quads as soon as you go. It feels easier. It feels more isolated. You think yeah. you're doing it right, but I, I guess I've never really thought about that. Because I think you also feel less balanced in the middle, which says that yeah. you need to strengthen that.
1: I had to drop like two plates on each side when i started doing it like that just
0: to learn the form a lot of people aren't willing to do that yeah <laughs> that's that's part of the problem anything yeah. that causes it to have to bring down weight is like, like no 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 no. i don't think i'm going to do that
1: mm-hmm. I'll, I'll actually save the last point for the mindset part but all right yeah. for sure
0: um Actually, I had an extra point. I'm going to say that for Mindset, too. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hell we're, yeah. We're going to go ahead and go into the the mind of West one more time. Mm-hmm. And this is one that, like, I, I always like these ones. It's like, cool. Mm-hmm. I just get to sit and listen because I have no fucking clue. The uh, <laughs> progressive overload versus volume. Yes. Let's, well, let, let's, wait, what's up? You know a little bit about this. I mean, I do, but it's like I come out and I say things, and then there's always going to be someone who's just like, have you ever heard of being half right? Because there's a picture of you in the dictionary
1: next to being half right. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, you're in the dictionary. (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, okay. How about this? Um, Which one do you like better?
0: It's interesting that you say that because we've had this discussion before, that I used to be a big volume hater. Yeah. and uh, shocker I still am um, it, It's I think volume for me Makes me feel better Yeah At the end of my workout I
1: feel less beat up
0: mm mm-hmm. But overload is like where I like feel like I'm like
1: you feel more like uh, mentally stimulated. I feel
0: like a warrior. Yeah, I feel like I freaking like went and like went to battle. I feel like that. that's like a, a mentally that's like. But then on my body at the end of my workout, that's when I get home and I'm like, oh fuck, yeah, like, like what Aw. is going on? <laughs> my knee's swollen now. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. But like I would say that if I want to feel physically good and like it's like, I, have you ever had like when you work out before you go out drinking in the bars? Yeah, and you're like, oh yeah, let's fucking go. No, I gotta go sweat it out. Yeah, yeah. Like volume is what I, should, I would be should be doing but if I want to like end my day on a hardcore note and like be like yeah like I really fucking died out there and I can go home vegetate and then go to sleep get a good night's sleep yeah over overwork or sorry overload
1: I got a question for you then um so you know those well, actually, no, More, I guess more of a statement. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm not going to ask you. I'm going to tell you. I'm, I'm talking at you. <laughs> <laughs> so with the last two workouts that we've done together has been more of the intensity volume style mm-hmm. than how I previously ran my workouts. So it's like I've obviously changed my volume training. What do you think about that compared to how we used to do volume training? So I actually am glad you asked this question. Yeah.
0: Yes. During, you know that I'm having <laughs> a fucking awful time. You're like, Jesus <laughs> Christ, you might be the whiniest person I've ever worked out with. <laughs> no, but I definitely will <laughs> not. definitely not. <laughs> Damn, I'm working for it. But at the end of the workout, I I have to say like I feel phenomenal. Yeah. Like okay. I, I just feel great for now, sure. The next day, I feel like shit. <laughs> but yeah, <laughs> but after my workouts, I'm like feeling like charged up and like I got there and I really showed up. And that's that's like where volume really shines too. It's like mm-hmm. you just like feel like man, like I did the right thing.
1: Yeah, it feels like more of the I would say when you have those horrible smoke sessions in the army you know what I'm talking about like, yeah, yeah exactly like after you're done you're like whoo okay we're all happy and friends now and I it's saw like, a, yes I saw a really <laughs> great uh, uh
0: Twitter thing because of me like a while ago it's just like uh the how that feeling after like your parents yell at you or spanked you or something you cried like it's yeah. always the best cry and after like, <laughs> you just like really feel great I was like oh my god it feels so like that was, so <laughs> that was such a good cry such a good cry and you just feel so much better like that's how I feel about the volume work we've been doing it's just like that's I'm a perfect there example getting my ass be i'm crying i'm in my bed like playing with that little springy thing that yeah. keeps your door from hitting the wall yeah. <laughs> and then you're done crying like oh, i feel a lot better now
1: <laughs> that's good i love it yeah so that actually is that's perfect way to transition me to my point i guess um, <laughs> <laughs> you know that's usually i talk about oh what's better for gains progression or you know using intensity for volume and it's like the answer is you could do either one so whichever mm-hmm. one you, you stick to and progress in Uh, that's the real answer.
0: Like what's your poison?
1: Yeah. (laughs) So I guess my point with all that is I think that you should choose the one that challenges you more. Um, and my biased argument for intensity volume training is I feel like it develops my mental toughness.
0: I like to say for the average person who's just trying to like get a look good for summer. Yeah. Feel good. and look good is both. Yes. just switch around, like go through like, phases, go through phases, yeah. like have some volume days, have some overload days, right. preferably in a way that actually makes sense. This is where it comes to like higher or Um, the uh, <laughs> casual plugs, yes, thank you, but the multiple uh, ones this episode, I love it. Thanks, <laughs> yeah, guys. I'm working, man, I'm working for <laughs> you. But so uh, if you can do it in a way that actually makes sense, and you can like, so because some of us have a tendency to bounce around way too much, but the uh, if you can work them in, you'll trick your body more, you'll get better progress. And yeah. At the end of the day, if you combine that with a diet that is actually conducive to what your goals are mm-hmm. you will get to where you need to be like if you're yeah, athlete, either
1: one or both
0: if you're yeah. an athlete or competitor hey this is a completely different conversation right. you have some very specific steps you need to take exactly but for our average person just hey just fucking do what you need to do in a way you need to do it that keeps you going and mm-hmm. keeps your body from getting too used to things and you're able to challenge yourself because yes. it's like you're like a strong man mm-hmm. and you're finding that that's getting a little bit stagnant aka me Mm-hmm. um strong quotes around strongman the uh you switch the volume boom suddenly you're sore all the time you're fresh you're feeling like okay this is a new this is a new energy for me
1: i feel that um oh one one last thing to add on on that uh for our sets one thing that i've been finding that's working well with training legs not for like strength or increasing like your numbers but for development is if you split up your leg days a little bit, or at least split up the idea of your leg day. Think Mm -hmm. of it like muscle groups. Like I'm trying to hit quads together. You can create a lot more volume and intensity if you do like, you know, your quad-based compound. You know, if you do like a squat and then you do like lunges or split squats, that's going to tear you up way worse Mm -hmm. than if you do something that doesn't work the same muscle group. And the same could be said, I think hamstrings is one of the most neglected, you know, leg Parts, you know, I, I feel like everyone focuses on the quads. No one goes after the hamstrings. You're, you're, you're trying to tell the people. I know you're talking to me. No, I'm not. <laughs> talking to you because you deadlift.
0: You love deadlift. My hamstrings are three inches long. We know that,
1: <laughs> but deadlift is hamstring, you know, dominant. And Actually, here's a that. quick question. Yeah, here's a quick question. Actually, um, as a as
0: a hamstring deficient outside of the deadlift. Yeah. Um, do you think the deadlift? And some people have argued about mm-hmm. is the deadlift yes. a leg workout?
1: Yeah, you can treat it as a leg day workout, and you can treat it as a back workout. Um, and this, uh, thank you for bringing this up because this is where I was going with this. Oh damn, um, <laughs> I'm with today. Yes, you're on it, bro. You're you're feeding me, uh, you know, layups right now or whatever they do in basketball. Feeding me dunks, <laughs> uh, sports ball. Yeah, goal. Um, yeah. So <laughs> basically, what what you can do to split up these muscle groups is you can put hamstrings in with your deadlifts on a separate day and even include that on your back training so it's like if you hit three motions for hamstrings that's all you need it's a smaller muscle group your quads have more muscles than your hamstrings Mm -hmm. because there's four of them your hamstrings are basically just one big muscle clump you know and you hit it from three motions hip hinge deadlift uh a static stretch position which is a lying down hamstring curl mm-hmm. and then a seated stretch position which is a seated or one leg hamstring curl. For if sure. you hit all three of those with three or four sets of 8 to 12 reps, hamstrings are good. Well, That's it. Will she- check the block. No one does that though. How many people hit it from that th- those three angles? I can't speak for that because I'm one of the people who don't. <laughs> well, it's like no one hits it. People usually do two of those max, mm-hmm. not three. And you think like, oh, I got my hamstring curl seated. No, you don't get the full. See what happens when you do seated hamstring curls is you're getting more of the tension at the top or at the bottom, closer to your knee. For sure. When you're doing the stretch ones, you're feeling it more at the insertion at the top next to the glute. When you're doing a hip hinge, you're hitting the whole muscle, so you for need sure. all three. Okay boom yeah how to boom. get that out we cured it we cured hamstrings yes we as a society can begin to heal
0: i guarantee we still won't do <laughs> <laughs> well and, and i actually did want to touch on one thing because i'm actually you kind of were uh implying it as we went on i i want people to realize that leg day is a good day to get creative yes because every single movement has like three versions of it it's like squat standard wide close yeah. Um, high bar, low bar, Dumbbell. You not do uh, machine. A, exactly. Right. You can do uh, freaking box squats. Um, you can do pause squats. Oh yeah. It's like, Didn't there's, there's always a de- deadlift. You have your standard, you have your sumo, you have your Romanian, yeah. you have your dumbbells, you have your straight bar, Mm-hmm. Uh, you, you, lunges you can do freaking different types of lunges You can do step-ups There's just there's a different way to do everything yeah. So like if, if you're finding yourself getting like a little bit bored Like leg day is a really good day to just like try something different Got front squats Probably because I just want to push them out of my mind. I hate front squats, but, yeah. <laughs> except for front squats. <laughs> but the it, it, this is an opportunity for leg day is something. It's like if you can learn to love leg day, it can really be a day for you to say like, "Cool, I'm going to try something different." And especially, it's fun when you're with someone else. Like, if you have a workout partner, like make that the day that you guys are fucking each other up. Like, this is like we're supporting yeah. each other. We're doing it. If you're going to have a competition day, we are like, "Hey, let's like let's see who can like really hit this." Like, leg mm-hmm. day is like a really good time to try and
1: do that. Not only because, you know, that it's a tougher one to hit, but also you burn more calories on a leg day than any other one.
0: Oh, yeah. Actually, (laughs) let's talk about that for a second. Yeah. If you got some freaking sweet glutes Mm -hmm. and some big old thighs, you will lose weight. Like, it's like muscles eat things. They want to survive.
1: Yeah, especially if you train, like, legs hard. You're going to need some recovery.
0: Exactly. That's why running is so good for you. It's like if you did cardio with just your arms— like those like the pedal things they have for like guys in like wheelchairs one that really hurts (laughs) your arms are not used to it i promise you (laughs) exactly but no matter what you even if you get great at that it's not going to burn the same calories as like stepping on a stair stepper no way it's just like the muscle groups are completely different so it's like if you have that like strong core strong base you by very nature as long as you're feeding yourself because your body will eat those muscles very quickly if you're underfed Mm -hmm. but if you are eating what you're supposed to be your muscles will consume like will consume all those calories agreed so I, I do think we need to move on to mindset I think we both have things to say on this. Yes. And I, I, one of the first things I want to mention on mindset is what do you have to say to those types of, uh, those people who are like, I don't want big legs. I don't want my glutes to like get too big. I don't want my thighs to be like touching and huge because I feel like there's, I've, I've seen, um, especially women who like to compete right at a low, like, I know a couple people who compete at a lower level and they like they have like huge quads like in a huge glutes and like they kind of have to like be a little bit conscious of that because they do have that problem but i would say they're in the one percent because they
1: can't buy jeans
0: yeah exactly uh i would say that it's just it's not really an actual problem for most Mm -hmm. people it's like it's like when people say like i don't want to work out because i don't want to look like a man
1: i think a lot of people when they say i don't want big legs um are also fat So it's like their legs are already big, and it's like, yeah, if they add muscle and don't lose fat too, Mm -hmm. then yeah, their legs are gonna be dumb big. You know, that'd be hard
0: to do. That'd be like it's if you're getting your legs muscly enough to where your fat doesn't go away and your legs still get bigger. Like I'm honestly like questioning like like, you're
1: fucking doing something, bro. Look at strongman or powerlifting. (laughs) Well, but they have to like eat. Yeah, that's what I'm lot. saying. Like th- those guys. Yeah. Like those are the only ones. I think a lot of people it's a similar argument to like people who say, I or girls who say, I don't get bulky. You know, mm-hmm. I don't want to lift weights because I'll get bulky. So it's like unless you've tried it and you did get bulky, I doubt it's gonna happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a good point. I don't
1: I don't think that
0: uh I just don't think it's a real problem. Mm-hmm. I think it's a if you have that problem, how about you face that problem when you get there? Let's not worry about it. Right. <laughs> just like you and like your uh you have like your parts of your abdominals that get too big. It's like you would have never found that problem unless you
1: got there. So like how about we worry about it once it becomes a problem? Yeah. Once you're, you know, in the position where your legs are too big for pants, then it's like, okay, well, now we've, you know, got to this point Mm -hmm. where you've been overdoing on legs and we can pull back. But it's hard to get there in the first spot. Exactly. So congratulations. It's not a great excuse. (laughs) Yes. So I think a good mindset with legs is uh, a lot of people, you know, consider it to be an, you know, not fun or bad day of training. I think that's the wrong way to approach it because you're kind of setting yourself up to never make progress and do worse with legs. So I think that the best way to look at leg day is to focus on, you know, doing like focusing on embracing the toughness or embrace it being hard, you know, so if you mentally approach it, like this is a hard challenge that I want to overcome and that I have to work through, and you know, win, then you're going to get what you need to out of the leg day. And you'll actually separate yourself from others because no one else does that.
0: Well, it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. Like I hate leg day. So I avoid leg day. I hate leg day because leg day is hard, but leg day is hard because I avoid leg day. Right. So,
1: yes. So it's like, you're kind of setting yourself up to lose already. And I feel like the, the best way to do it, just like the reason why I'm choosing the hack squat, because it's, the most difficult one I can think of. Um, I'm also choosing to progress and go hard on leg day because I feel like that's what separates me as a trainer and makes me, you know, different and better than the people who neglect that.
0: Yeah, exactly. Do do the hard things first. It's yes. Like, so what is it? Eat the frog. <laughs> yes. Like that's uh, that's how you're gonna get better. And it's a uh, it, it, it's funny we talk about mindset with legs because we we're making the joke before we even started recording. It's like what's the best mindset? It's like kill yeah like just, just go in there, be a hunter, be a murderer, yes, ask yourself. it's like if you if get into that mind state of you're a warrior and you're here to like things are gonna hurt, but you're gonna destroy things mm-hmm. that's like the best way to like hit a hit a leg day, especially if you warm up properly right It's like you warm up properly, you get to where you're supposed to be, you get into that mindset like I'm Mike Tyson, I'm going to destroy the person yeah. in front of me. nothing's gonna stop me, and then that pain makes more sense,
1: even if you do have like a tough you know workout, you're not feeling it. I bet. Within like You know 15 minutes of your workout You'll start feeling Mentally and physically You Mm -hmm. know Up to it For sure Yeah
0: Um, This actually Our next segment If you actually want to Just kind of uh, It's a subtle roll Into our uh, Questions for today Mm -hmm. So I'm just gonna Go ahead and uh, Hit our Candles corner Now we know And knowing is half the battle
1: So our first question That came in Yes so our first question, actually, and this kind of rolled into our last topic, uh, is, you know, how to recover from leg day. And I decided to throw a frequency in there because that's important, you know, and that's based on your recovery. A lot of people, they uh, will hit multiple leg days a week, which, you know, to a lot of novice lifters or people who have been, you know, not doing leg day for a sport, think that that's like excessive mm-hmm. or not necessary, which you're right. It might not be necessary. A lot. I think a lot of people, a lot of general population clients and a lot of people who are like doing what they should be in the gym are, uh, they're basically not needing to double up on that because one will get you sore enough. But some people want to burn more calories. Some people want to develop their, you know, hamstrings, glutes or quads more or quickly. Or if you're just trying to compete in a sport where you have to have big legs, strong legs, then you can do multiple leg days a week. So um, I think that, of course, like what you were saying, using the treadmill uh, multiple times a week or stair climber is very important. I think that doing um, eating your protein servings, hitting your minimum protein intake is important. And then making sure you take care of your flexibility, your range of motion. That's important, too.
0: For sure. Mm -hmm. And then it's it's weird because it's like you have to get through it in the beginning right it's uh because you're gonna have those days no matter what where it's like it just hurts to do more legs it's i i go back to like the military is a good way to there's guys in the military all the time who and these are even old guys who like Mm -hmm. have to like prepare properly not just young bucks who like can't seem to die right they they will do two a days almost every day it's like they wake up in the morning and they Mm -hmm. do whatever stupid crossfit workout or three to five mile run I had to do, and then they still do leg day that day. Right. Like, it is doable.
1: But they worked up there. So you, know, have they worked up there. you have to get there. You have to get
0: there. And you do it in your own steps, your own speed, but realize mm-hmm. that there are plenty of people who have and still do, like, train legs
1: at a pretty high frequency. It's just that it sucks. <laughs> it is terrible. You're usually, like, just getting done with being sore by the time it's time for the next one. But basically, what I think is, um, if you can recover and do multiple ones a day, or a week, then do it. If not, then wait till you either get more conditioned or you get better at your recovery process. For sure.
0: For sure. Did
1: we have another question? Again? Yes, we got one more question.
0: Oh, yeah. This is the one that you said that, I, okay, let's hear it.
1: Yep. So uh, I, I feel
0: like I already know.
1: <laughs> this last one is uh, from one of our previous guests and listeners. Um, and he's asking uh, Hey, when is that dab gap, cap guy coming back on?
0: You know what, whenever he wants
1: to, I'm ready yes. for him now. I think we should bring him on and just have like a bullshitting, bullshitting episode where we we have him just add his, you know, two cents and random shit. Yeah, on, we'll talk about comments, it. We'll find you know? something. We'll find
0: yeah. something. We've been talking about like watching like a, a yeah. documentary or something and discussing stuff or like, a, like doing a topic or... I don't know. Whatever he wants, whatever he wants he's welcome. He's a recurring guest. He can show up whenever
1: he wants to. He's welcome to any <laughs> podcast episode. Next one, uh, next week. Next uh, week, yeah. I ask him. Yeah.
0: Hey, Dabcap King,
1: what's up? Yeah. <laughs> what do you next week? Hang out for an hour. Yeah, yeah for sure, man. That'd be good. I like that. Hell yeah.
0: Um, I, I didn't. This wasn't a question that came in, but we were talking about it. We had a, a buddy of ours. He was asking about. Um, he's uh, he's underweight right now, and he wants to gain weight. Yeah. And uh, I just thought this was like probably a good like question to put out into the uh, the because I'm sure there's somebody who's thinking the same thing, uh, male or female. It's a, when you when you're talking about coming from a low weight to a high weight, just like if you had to give like one simple rule to follow, mm-hmm. like just like this is if you're doing nothing else, just do this one thing,
1: maybe two because I know you're gonna want to stretch it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but the uh,
1: like what what should they be doing? They should focus on protein and calories. That's what they should focus on. They should put themselves in positive caloric balance with hitting their minimum protein intake which if you're not lifting isn't that whole high you know if if this guy weighs how much i think he weighs i think or is what we were discussing i think he only needs like 100 grams protein
0: it was uh, and i was telling you this because it's like people give such bad advice yeah because <laughs> when when the question got posed to me it was with a f- couple of buddies and we had one guy who's like a physical specimen like his mm-hmm. his dad was a was a bodybuilder and is now a fireman his mom is was also a, a bodybuilder go figure they met each other at probably a show or something mm-hmm. they're wonderful people um but they would they create a fucking specimen <laughs> met, of a child yeah <laughs> and uh he, great guy love him to death if he listens he'll know i'm talking about him the, uh, but his, the advice he provided was what his diet is. Right. And of course he's got like a freaking balanced diet and he had like, was raised properly. Yeah. I had my cage <laughs> free eggs. <and> then I, <laughs> well, he's like, well, he's really doing, I have my protein source. I do this. I make sure I have this amount of carbs. And he's like, then I make sure I try and get a salad and for my fiber, this, that, and the other. And another buddy of mine who's, uh, he's, he is a, a listener, I believe. Um, and he was talking about how he's like pretty high on like, he's like a moving towards a vegetarian direction, pescatarian thing. Mm-hmm. And, uh, which is great for him. And he was kind of saying how he's like, yeah, like, I don't know if I'm going to give great options for you, but like, I just say focus on veggies. And I was just like, cool. So both of you have provided good options for people like me. Yes. Because I am sitting at a weight that is higher than I want to be at. Mm -hmm. And I want to be healthy and at a lower weight because you're saying balance, uh, moderation, vegetables. And I'm like, what we need him to be doing is just fucking getting food in face food face protein make sure you're hitting that and then because mm-hmm. uh, it's funny because i'm sure you might have known someone like this in high school when like you're first doing your lifting yes like that kid who's like trying so hard to gain weight they're eating like three or four pb and j's a night like a giant serving of spaghetti themselves just to gain weight and like he's like that like he's just like his body just crushes calories like in a survival mm-hmm. scenario he's screwed like he's gonna like freaking dissolve right but and it was and that's why i always tell people it's like hey like when you people ask for advice on that, like, first of all, you should always go to like someone who knows what they're talking about. Like, it's just in your in your best interest. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I've done it. I, I took bad advice for a long time before I met Wes.
1: And then, but well, like, we still haven't established if my advice is good
0: or not yet. So I've established <laughs> work for me, at least I've got, I've, I've made positive changes. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And, uh, the, the, just because something works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else. Like, because I think a lot of people are just like, this is what I do. It's like, yeah, um, but you are a 190-pound beast. He is, like, I don't know how much he weighs. He's a very light-framed individual who, like, can't, he doesn't eat much. and Mm -hmm. doesn't know, like, it's like, yeah, like, it's just different, completely different, like, almost completely different animals.
1: Yes. So. True. It it won't, because it works for that guy at this current time doesn't mean it'll work for him mm -hmm. now. Yeah, I would just say that he needs to look at how many calories someone that he that he, how heavy he wants to weigh needs to eat to maintain their mm-hmm. weight, which can be done easily online. You type in how many how much calories do I need to eat if I weigh 155 pounds, or sure. you know whatever, and then they'll give you a rough estimate. Then you need to get your minimum protein intake, which I know for him is going to be around 100 grams. You know mm-hmm. that's a good marker to get started because he's not working out a lot. Yeah, so that's a great minimum amount. And then um, for the rest get those calories in no matter what it takes and i'm not saying like you know you're gonna have to force it probably not because it's probably only going to be like 2200 calories
0: and it might be a reaching, it might be for you like for a moment like trust me like your body will re- it's just like dieting yeah if you're someone who eats too much and needs to learn how to eat less like it's yeah. gonna take a couple weeks and you'll get used to it same thing with if you need to eat
1: more your eat your cereal. body will catch up cereal and peanut butter you're right cereal does work you can eat cereal so easily
0: yeah there you go. and 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 is an extra part to this the for those people who it's like i'm the only skinny person in my group and i don't yeah. really i feel weird i don't know how to like do what they do or i'm like you know everyone knows that one group was like a bunch of skinny people and like one big person it's like look like you are built differently mm-hmm. that doesn't mean you can't achieve your goals it's just like you might be in a spot where like you feel like you are the the black sheep who can't do it right it's like no like you're just working with a different set of tools right so like don't be afraid to look outwards the internet exists Was exists. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, I think that we can, you can find these options that will get you there.
1: Yes. With that
0: said, oh my God, we almost hit an hour exactly. So you know where to find us. Yes. We are at BNS underscore radio. Please. Follow, like, subscribe. If you have a friend you think is going to benefit from the show, I'm going to start doing this in the beginning. If you if you know somebody who would uh, enjoy the podcast, please let them know. Word of mouth is the strongest uh, thing we have that can uh, build a podcast. We've been doing great. We've uh, been finding ourselves popping up in new states. People are obviously starting to take a little bit of notice. We love to see that. That is basically my main source of dopamine outside of the gym. So
1: just keep doing that, guys. We love you for it. You can find me on Instagram at Dimitri Sebastian. You can find me at West Kendall at W-K-E-N-D-L-E underscore M-F-T. So look us up. Thanks, guys.